Hello, friends. It is time again for another workshop. Oh, the one that we had in January was so much fun, and I cannot wait to have another workshop with you in just a little bit. So, our next workshop is called Calling. This is looking at your area of service, the people that you are called to serve. Who are they? What do they need? How do you connect with them and communicate with them? We're going to be digging into all of this stuff in this workshop. So we're going to be looking at market research. We're going to be talking a lot about um, connecting authentically with them, how you actually write your copy and your content in a way that um, makes sense to them and is understood and gets them excited about like what it is that you've got to offer them. So come along next week to the workshop. It's going to be on the 28th of February at 1 p.m. Pacific time. Tickets are $35 to attend. If you've got my workshop pass, you get this one for free as well. Um, so I, I'm really looking forward to sitting down and digging into your calling, your audience, and helping you connect with them better. Okay, now in today's episode, this is another fantastic interview episode. I am so excited. I have on my good friend, Raina Oliver. She is the Fun Money Habits coach. She is all things money mindset, good stewardship of your money, and how to do it in a way that is fun and not boring and not painful. She is like, she's just the best. <laughs> and I just like, I'm so excited for this conversation. We had a really great time talking about biblical stewardship of our money, what that looks like, um, how do we actually get our money mindset back on track um, in a way that is aligned with like biblical truths so that we can steward our money well, so that we can manage the finances that we have in a way that is fun, that meets our needs, but is also honoring God and following like his path and his vision. Um, it was a really fun and fantastic conversation. You're going to learn so much about money um, in, in a way that is, again, really fun. She's a great person to talk to. So I hope you enjoyed this conversation as much as I did. Let's dig in. Welcome to Faith Filled Business, the podcast for Christian entrepreneurs who want to create a firm foundation as they grow their biblical businesses. Are you posting on social media but just hearing crickets or holding yourself back from posting how you really feel because you're afraid people will tune you out? Maybe you've been at this business thing for a while but feel like the dots just aren't connecting and you're not making any money. You know God called you to run a business, so here's the good news. If he called you, he's gifted you with a special something to help you stand out. All we've got to do is let it shine. You can have fun selling. You just need to tap into the gifts God gave you. So cozy on up with a coffee as we chat about creating a profitable business that's rooted in biblical truths. Let's get started. Welcome, Raina. It's so nice to have you on the podcast. How are you doing? Tell everybody a little bit of who you are and what your background is. Good. So thank you for having me. So I am Reina, aka the Fun Money Coach, and I help Christian entrepreneurs steward their personal finance wisely by shifting their money mindset with biblical principle and creating fun money habit so that they can reach their money goals faster while keeping their heart and their mind on Jesus. Because I don't want money nor your business to become an idol. So the accent that you hear now is because I'm from Tahiti, a small island in the Pacific Ocean. So my first language is French. So 
I am currently talking to you from New Zealand, however, because I'm married to a Kiwi. So I have an amazing journey where God taught me a very unique method, which in the shower, he gave me the name not long ago, which is VIP. And it's for value-based spending, intentional living and priority focus. And the journey really for me, when it comes to finance, it started when I moved to New Zealand. And that was about 15 years ago now. I moved to a place with uh, one suitcase and a husband who had a very, very low income, who couldn't even furnish the apartment we were in. And we started accumulating debt on top of the student loan he already had. So it was a really, really long process to learning how to get out of debt, but most importantly, how to be on the same page. I didn't speak the language very well. We have different money story, a different country as a background. So it's been quite difficult to, to do things together and have the same goals. So there were a lot of learning with the mindset and also the habits that we needed to create as a couple in order to be a good team. But long story short, we were able to pay $250,000 of debt in five years and save over six figures when my job, when I came to New Zealand, was cleaning toilets. So just to show you, in Tahiti, I was working in an amazing cruise ship and I was the activity manager and guest relation. I had an economic and accounting background, but when you move to a new country as a foreigner, you have to restart from zero. So it was mm -hmm. extremely hard. And I explained my full story, if you want to learn more, on episode two of my podcast called Fun Money Habits. So you can listen to that. But God has taught me so much about stewarding money and how we need to be faithful with the little so that he can bless us with more, knowing that we will, we will know how to manage it. Because there's no point earning more money if you, don't know what, if you don't know how to manage what you already have. Yeah, it's such a good point as well, because especially like as like when, we, when you get into the business world and you see all these people with like the, you know, the big months and the big years and you sit there kind of like in your early first year or two and you're dreaming away and you're like, oh, one day I'd love that. Could that be me? And it's like, it has to be a process because you have to be able to, like you're saying, steward that money and manage that money. There's no point in having six figures, seven figures, if you're going to waste it, if you're going to blow it away, if you're just going to get yourself into more debt, if you don't know what to do with that money. So I love that that's the, that's the perspective that you come to this from because that's like, that has to be the foundation is learning how to manage what you have so that when you do get more, because there's, you know, over the lifetime of a business and a lifetime mm -hmm. of a career, you're naturally going to earn more money and be more successful throughout what you're doing. But you have to be able to like cope with all of that in, a, in the same way and in a way that is honoring God and is like fruitful. So I love, I'm so excited to have this conversation. I love that perspective. I feel like I learn so much every time we get to talk. Oh, so in terms of like your journey and you've shared that story and definitely go check out that podcast episode. I, your podcast is awesome. People definitely need to go listen to it if they're interested in learning more about money mindset and all of these things, especially from a biblical perspective, because there's not often a lot of conversation around money from a biblical perspective. There's a lot from a kind of new world perspective. And that's not always very helpful. So <laughs> I love that, that everything that you do is just faith-rooted as well. Um, but what was that process for you like in terms of kind of coming to terms with the fact that you hadn't been stewarding money well and like actually kind of getting to that place where you did 
like learn how to do that better? What was that process like for you? Yeah. So for me, from my point of view, it wasn't that I wasn't stewarding money well. It's that we have been in a situation where we didn't have enough Mm. to do what we needed to do. But my husband also accumulating debt because that was poor stewardship, you see. But when Mm. I came into the, the place and as an person who always wants to get out of any problem. I'm always like, okay, how can we fix it? I sometimes feel like I'm, I don't know if you've seen the movie, um, Sugar Crush, like with Ralph and Felix. And he's mm-hmm. the little, um, it's like a cartoon. I think it's called Sugar Crush or um, Ralph, Russell Ralph. Oh, I can't remember. But there's a little um, little cartoon man who is called uh-huh. Felix. And he always go with his hammer and he go and fix everything. So I often uh-huh. feel like I am that little thing when it comes to solving problems. And mm-hmm. when I saw the situation with my husband, I was like, God is giving us money and we need to know that it's not ours. So what we're doing right now with it is probably not the right way of stewarding it because we are not mm-hmm. getting out of the hole we were in. So when the shift happened in my mind that something needed to change, which is the first thing that needed to happen, you need to feel so uncomfortable with the situation Mm -hmm. that you're in, that you're willing to go through the pain of learning something new. And this is what happened to us because managing money is not always easy if you don't know the right way of doing it and you don't have the right mindset, not hard set, which we're going to talk about in a minute. So for me, Mm -hmm. it was just understanding that first, that we needed to change. And once that happened and God put that seed in in my heart, I started talking to my husband about it and say, what can we do different? I know we don't have much, but the little we'll have, I'm sure we can steward that better. And this is where mm-hmm. we started creating a plan where we started really communicating with each other. And I have an episode about that next week, uh, talking mm-hmm. about the five tips of um, managing money as a couple. And mm-hmm. I talked about the five things that help us going to where yeah. we are now today. But for me, I really believe that it's, you need to pray and ask God, how do you want me to manage your money better? And when he put that seed in you that, yes, something needs to change, then take the action with his help. Because there's so much in the Bible that is teaching us how to make mm. better decisions, you know? Yeah. And that's what yeah. the stewarding for me is about three important pillars. Understanding what God says about money, then mm-hmm. learning how to shift your money mindset to put your heart in the right place so that you can receive more and not make it an idol. And then learning some really good money management skills that are simple and personalized to your personality so you can manage what you get better. Yeah. So let's talk about those pillars a little bit more because I think that they are super helpful for just, like you're saying, visualizing this whole process. So the first one you're saying is is like the biblical truth. So what does the Bible actually tell us about money and what should we be like focusing on as we're going through this process? Absolutely. So the first thing we need to know is that God owns everything. And that's a perspective that you really need to, to understand because if it's, he's the owner of everything, that's mean the money you have right now in your hand is not yours. Mm. So with that in mind, don't you want to be better with something you've just been given? Yeah. So that's That's something that was, it's a very big shift when you realize, wow, God is blessing me with those resources. And now he has a purpose behind that. 
am I doing what he actually wants me to do? Or am I just mm-hmm. wasting it on my own selfish desire? Because we are weak, we do want to do the right thing, but we know that our flesh is weak, but the spirit is willing. So abiding yeah. in, in God and being always close to him will help you create the fruit of the spirit and follow his step and follow his will. So what the first thing I want you to know is that God owns everything. Now, as a business owner, we got to understand that money is not evil. Money is mm-hmm. not bad. And because of the poor gospel and the prosperity gospel, everything has been so mashed up that everybody is now so fearful. Either I need to be extremely poor to be loved by God or I need to be extremely rich. That's not what the Bible says. Yeah. Right? And so it's important for us to go back to what does it actually say? God is simply saying money is a tool for his glory. Mm-hmm. He wants you to love him first before anything else, because money can definitely take your heart away from what is most important, which is a relationship with God and Jesus. Because we are in a world which is all about success, six figures. So we get distracted by the message of the world and then we start chasing money, thinking it will give us the peace or the happiness we're after. But this is just an illusion because money can be taken away in an instant. You can see with the crash of the market now, if you're investing money, it's quite scary to look at it. So money is not something that will be constant. Only God doesn't change. Only God loves you for who you are, not what you do. So Mm -hmm. this is what I really want people to realize. Money is a great tool, but it will only emphasize who you are at the core in your heart. Because if you are doing good with money, it's because this is what you feel in your heart. If you're doing bad, this is what you feel in your heart. Money is not bad. It's your habits. It's what you do with it that can be either good or bad. Mm-hmm. And this, that, what you're saying, the transitions really nicely into your second pillar, which is about our mindset towards it, our approach. And so, because it is, it's so like, you're less, it's like you're saying money can come and go so quickly, but like you're still going to be there through all of it. So who who are you through that process? That's what's going to really help you figure out like how to manage that money better, how to steward that money better. Because if you work on yourself, then when you're receiving that money, you can actually like do the right things with it. You can, and of course, spend some on yourself, of course, because that's, that's you're allowed to treat yourself. That's not what, like you're saying, yes. this is why I love like your whole business, like the whole thing behind your business being fun money habits, but because you can't have fun while being a good steward of money. It doesn't mean that you have to just like live this completely meager, minimal life and do nothing with your money. But it's like you're saying, we get very distracted by all the things. And it's like, no, we have to work out how to prioritize God's needs first and then put our needs second after that. And and a lot of times when you're in that right heart posture, your needs become God's needs. Like you can become very like connected and in like instinct in sync with what that needs to look like as well. But yes. yeah, talk us through like money mindset. Uh, the, how how should we be approaching money? What does that look like? And how do we like get on the right track if we're currently not handling that mindset very well? Absolutely. So with money mindset, as an entrepreneur, I've seen some very big extreme. People will have either very poverty money mindset when they are so fearful of money that even though in their mind they're like, I want to be successful, they are self-sabotaging by overgiving, 
overspending because every time they mm -hmm. reach a certain level of income in their mind, it's like you're becoming the rich man. That means that it will be harder for you to go to heaven. So this is a misunderstanding of the Bible, really, really. Um, yeah. And it's really interesting because this is what they've learned from their childhood or from their church. Yeah. And then you have the scarcity mindset, which is a totally different beast, which this one is all about who you believe you are. And often you feel there's not enough money to go around. So you underprice your, your offer because also you think that maybe what you're giving is not good enough. So there's a lot of identity mixed with a scarcity. So it's a very yeah. interesting one to work at. And then you have the greedy mindset, which we just talked about before. You just want money because you feel that this is what people want you to have. And this is only how people will love you more or you will be accepted. So yeah. there's those three mindsets that we need to shift to have what I call the stewardship mindset. And mm. you do that by first taking your thought captive. You need to understand what do you actually believe about money. And the freebie mm. that you guys are going to be having is all about that. Understanding where is it coming from? Whose voice are you listening to? The world, your parents, or God? So mm. it's interesting for you to first identify. That's why God said, take your thought captive. Yeah. And then we need to be looking at that against the word of God. Is yeah. it actually matching? Or is it you that have put a meaning to it that has nothing to do with what God actually say? Mm. And when you yeah. understand what you have made it mean, then you can reframe using his word. And I have... A, a real uh, fun, again, methodology that I teach when I take my class through that money mindset um, mm. program where we flip the table. I, I like that word flip the table because, you know, a table to stand, you need to have four legs. Yeah. So at the moment, your, your old or your limiting money mindset have kind of four little proof or belief that's holding so solid. Now, if we can kind of chop one leg, it starts to be a bit shaky. And then we chop another one, then we can reframe and build a new one, giving it four new legs that are, mm. that are based on biblical principles. And this is how you can stand firm on a new belief and let God transform you so that you don't have all of that baggage about your money story, which usually come from your childhood. And it's just a reflection of what you made it mean back then, which is affecting your behavior and your action today. Because money mindset just clearly, quickly, is a combination of what you think, how you feel, and how you behave. And that affects mm. your identity. Yeah. And it's amazing how subtle some of that stuff creeps into you. Like, I never used to think that I had any sort of, like, money mindset problems at all. And then I kind of sat down and I was thinking about it. I think after the last time that we had a conversation about this, and I, I think I went and was just thinking about like, what do I think about money? How does it work? And I was thinking about all the times in my childhood where like my parents would say, oh, we can't do something because we don't have the money for that. Oh, we don't have the money for this. But then they would spend money on other things. And so I ended up getting like a lot of mixed messages because it's like, yeah. oh, because we don't have money for this. We have money for this, but we don't. And it was, it was very confusing. And I was like, oh, so this is quite, there's something to unpack here. There's something here that's yeah. really like, like, I've clearly got some confusion in my brain about how to approach money because there's money for some things, but not money for other things. And that definitely was reflecting into like how I was budgeting because I kind of wasn't budgeting as a result. It's like, oh, we could do these things. And then suddenly something would come up like, oh, we can't do that. We don't have the money for that. And it's like, no, okay. 
I'm following the same pattern. It's so interesting. It's so subtle. So it's it really is important that we are we just kind of step away from ourselves yes. and analyze those thoughts and think, okay, let's just look at it objectively. We're not judging ourselves. We're not getting annoyed at our, our past or we're not getting annoyed at other people that have maybe had this influence. We're just kind of putting the thoughts on a table, looking yeah. at them objectively and seeing like, okay, what's good? What's not good? What What is biblically aligned? What's not biblically aligned? Let's just kind of pick it apart, figure out what needs to stay and go. And then go from there. And as you're saying, flip the table, get those good pillars on there so that you can kind of create this like beautiful thing from it rather than this kind of patchwork nonsense from your past. Because just imagine as a Christian entrepreneur, we are usually very driven to give. Like we want to give the best service. We want to help others. So we have a big heart. So imagine having the potential of now being a good steward. So the money that God is putting in your hand is going to be making a bigger impact, not only in your family, but also in the kingdom of God. You already have the right heart for it. Now we just need to shift what you believe money is so that you can increase your impact. And when Mm -hmm. you fully understand that it's not bad and there's a way for you to make money works for you, there's a way for you to honor God with the way you use your money, it will just make you feel free if i can say it gives you that sense of peace that what you're doing is pleasing to god and the best part is that god is giving you the power to do what pleases him too Mm -hmm. so remember this if you abide in him and you're really willing to follow his will he will guide you that's his promise he said he will show you the way yeah I think there's so much comfort in that as well as like we don't need to have the answers we just need to have the faith to take the first step and and go from there. I love that. And that's such a, a such an I love that reminder. So thank you for sharing that. Um so let's look a look at, at this third pillar of yours then. So how do we actually manage the money? What do we do about stewardship? What does that look like? And how do we get on the right track with that if we have not been on the right track with so that? I think before? the first thing you gotta understand is your numbers. I know it can be a scary thing, but if you don't know how much money is coming in and you don't know how much money is going out, you can't steward that because you have absolutely no idea what's going on. So simply tracking your finance will give you a better understanding of, am I living above my means or under? And if I yeah. live under, in which way is God asking me to steward that so that it can impact him? So we need mm-hmm. to always look at it, not just creating a budget for the sake of budgeting. This, this is not the point. We want to look at money off and the way I teach it is based on your value. So faith is a big value for you. So that's mean that you will want to make sure that when you receive money, you ask God, what's the purpose of that finance for this month mm-hmm. or for this week? So we dream with him, which is the first pillar of my signature program, which is amazing to think you can partner with God and dream with him. And ask him, Mm -hmm. okay, so this is how much you have provided in my business. This is how much from my business I'm going to pay myself. Because remember, you're not the same thing. So you need to separate your money. And then the money you receive on your personal finance, this is where so much impact can happen. If you made Mm -hmm. a mistake, you may be in debt already. Don't judge yourself for that. Mistakes is a mistake. And we know that God has forgiven us and you need to forgive yourselves too. That's the first step in order for you to move forward. Mm -hmm. But once you know your number, you can be like, okay, I know what I have. I know what is available to me. 
And I can see in the season that I am in, God is asking me to pay off my debt now. So how can we do, what can we do next? Create a debt payment if this is where you're in. Mm -hmm. Maybe God is asking you to create a special saving account, which you will call like Jesus. And then in there, you just save money. And then when God put on your heart, I want you to help that family. You're not scrambling thinking, where will I find that? You already have money sit on the side for that purpose, to be a good steward mm-hmm. and to love others the way you love yourself. So there's so many ways to manage the money in a way that is glorifying to God. And it's also help you get where you want to go. I don't know, mm-hmm. maybe he said that he wants you to have a house so that you can look after your children and your family. So to do that, you need to start saving for a deposit instead of mm-hmm. overspending on takeaway or or a dress because you feel triggered by something on Instagram. So <laughs> there's so much that need to happen when you look when we look at managing money. But the important things I think for you is to understand your money personality. Some of you mm-hmm. are very um, details. So if you are details, when you look at a budget, maybe the zero-based budget will be better for your for your personality. If you're someone that just want to have a few buckets here and there, maybe the 50, 20, 30 budget method will be best for you. So there's so many different methods that can be used mm-hmm. depending on who you are. And there's a different system. Are you more of a pen and paper girl? Are you more of an app? Or are you more of an Excel spreadsheet? Now, there's mm-hmm. no one size fits all when it comes to money. And that's what I want everybody to know. If something worked for me, it may not work for you when it comes to the system, because this is my personality. But we can tailored the system for you so that it works best for you. And there's so many ways to make managing money fun. It doesn't have to be confusing. We can actually simplify, simplify, simplify. So it becomes an easy thing. You know what's coming in, you know what is your priority, and then you know what you need to take care of first. And the rest you can spend totally guilt-free. And that's the best part. Yeah, that's where the fun comes in. And I love the reminder that we can do things like our own way, because I think for me, that was one of the biggest holdups that I had was that so many people used to say you have to, you know, budget in in an Excel document and here's how you set your budget up. And I hate Excel. I hate using Excel. So I just like never did any budgeting because I was like, well, I don't want to do it in Excel. I hate it. I can't. I don't like it. I don't know how to do any of it. I don't want to deal with it. And it's just what I was saying. But then I I discovered... um, I think it's an app as well, but I just use it on de- on my desktop called YNAB. And it's like, it's just like a software that helps you categorize things, put things into buckets. And I was like, yes, this is me. I can live with this. I like the buckets. Yes. I like colors. And so that it's so important that you do it. You, you find the system that works for you because it is exactly as you say. Some people love that spreadsheet, but yes. I do not. And you can't let that be the thing that prevents you from starting this journey because it's such a silly thing to hold up your whole money journey on by like, oh, I don't like the system. That's okay. Find a different system. There are hundreds and hundreds of different ways that you can budget and manage your money and all these things. So much variety. So yeah, I love that. Thank you for that reminder too. (laughs) That's not a problem. And that's probably why people call me the fun money coach because I don't come at you with like, this is how, what it worked for me. This is the way you need to do it. Not at all. I understand the emotion behind money and the psychology of money. So there's Mm -hmm. so many layers. So who am I to tell you this is the best way? I know the basic and the system of how we can make money work for you. But then I want to help you as a coach, make sure that the plan you're creating is sustainable for you. And that's what 
if you listen to one of my um, episodes today, the client say, I have a sustainable plan and based on mm-hmm. her, her own personality. And that's the best thing because if it's not sustainable, it's like a diet that I try. I will do that for one month and then I give up and eat all the chocolate in the world. So it doesn't help. You need to be yeah. something so sustainable that you are also creating a lifestyle that is helping you reach your goals. And that's what I'm all about because I'm the money mindset and habit coach. I'm all about mm-hmm. helping you create the habits that will help you reach your goal faster while honoring God too. So there's no mm-hmm. one size fits all when you come to money management, but having a coach may help you understand what would be best for you. Because if you're stuck in a yeah. cycle right now, you have the same soul as you, Sarah. I don't want to budget. No, no, no. This is horrible. I'm not doing it. But when you understand why you have such a resistance to it, maybe it's the system that you're using or maybe it's the mindset, then you can unlock so many things and it will become mm-hmm. easier and better and you can reach your goal so much faster. Yeah. I, and I kind of enjoy going into my system now and having a look at where things are and what's going on. So like it, it does become fun. Like the actual yes. process of budgeting can become fun, which sounds really weird <laughs> but it is true that it can be a it's fun so thing true. and then especially like if your business then does better one month and you have a little bit of extra that's come in it's like wow this is so fun you know you assign everything as it should be at least for my system and then it's like oh I could treat myself or we could you know save some extra like you you get to kind of have a little fun decision about like what do you do with this little bit of extra and yes. then obviously on the months that are maybe not as good it's like well you, you've got that plan you know you've got your bases covered you know what's yeah. going on so it can become a very enjoyable process you just gotta, you gotta rip the band-aid off though. It's yes. just like starting is awful, but you're right. Once you get started and you it find that. It doesn't have to be awful, Sarah. I'm gonna stop no. you there. It doesn't have to no. be awful. <laughs> That's true. But for some people it is for some people it's painful to start. But you're right. Once you once you get going on that journey, you're right. It's very important. It's a very powerful journey. It's not always awful. For yes, everyone. true. But true. I understand the the frustration or the fear behind what you just say, because it's very common. I mean, I work with mm-hmm. people who do have the same feeling because they have tried so many times and they still couldn't make it work. So I'm so glad that one of the clients just sent me a message and it's on my podcast today. She paid off $15,000 of debt. Wow. So it's possible awesome. and you can do it yeah. while having fun and while honoring God, which is what's most important for me, being become a yeah. good steward, because that's what we are called to do. It's not Mm -hmm. our money. It's God's money. Yeah, I love that. And we've come full circle. That's where we started with that. That's amazing. So tell us a little bit about this freebie that you have that you're going to be sharing with everyone. Um, Because I think it sounds really cool. So the freebie is a series of five videos. I actually have a bonus six video where we talked about why you are not able to earn more nor manage money. Well, so it's uncovering your money story, understanding what you actually believe about money. Where is it coming from? Whose voice are you listening to? And how is it currently affecting you? So it's a beautiful um, five days of videos mm. that you will receive in emails, but the videos are all inside my Facebook group. And someone who's done it, she's like, I need to do that with my husband as well. And the other one say, I couldn't believe that I believe this about my father. She has totally different view of what her father thought of money. But when mm-hmm. she did, went through the exercise, she realized, actually, he was a banker. And I thought that he didn't care about money at all. That was the, the, the mindset and what she believed yeah. for so long. So as the creative herself, because she's a painter and then the father become a painter, she's like, 
oh, he doesn't care about money. I don't care about money too. When it was such the wrong image, but as a kid, that's what she perceived. So it was interesting for her. She said, I had the biggest aha moment of my life. So it was a nice email to receive for a free, um, yeah, a free yeah. training. So it will be very powerful if you take the time to do it. And I just want to say sorry in advance if it make you cry, because it may. So because we are going deeper and that's all the work that I do, I go deeper. Okay. We need to look at the root of an issue because there's no point putting a bandage on top of a problem because it's not going to be solved. It's just going to be a quick fix. And the way I work is not about quick fix. We mm. get deep. Especially, yeah. And especially when it comes to things like money, like it's yeah. so important to, to, yeah, like you're saying, get into those roots so that you're not just like week after week after month, just repeating that same cycle yeah. and replacing the Band-Aid and putting a new thing on top of it. It's like, no, you got to fix this one once and for all so that it can be a, a new story that you have. Yeah, That's amazing. So, so we're going to put the link for that for everyone in the description so that they can go get that. It's high, highly recommended. It sounds amazing. I don't think I've watched this yet. So actually, I'm going to add that to my list as well. So I'm going to go, I'm going to go watch that as well um, and get some more learning because I, yes. I'm ready for any more from that. <laughs> you have journaling prompt and then more questioning on your own journaling. So it's, 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 it's a free coaching mm. session with the, yeah. with the series. Perfect. Well, thank you so much, Raina. Where can everybody go find you if they want to learn more? They're interested in either your courses or your programs, or they just want to hang out in your world to just take you yeah. in more. So fun money habits. You will find me for the podcast and for the Facebook group. But on Instagram, I am now Christian Money Mindset because Instagram canceled my old account. So now it's called Christian Money Mindset on Instagram. And I'm usually, this is where I usually spend most of my time is on Instagram. So you can send me a DM if you're listening to this and want to uh, learn more. Um, I can definitely have another chat with you, but you will learn so much about managing money God's way in my podcast. So this could be the first place you want to visit as well, which is simply fun money habits. And it's on every platform, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll put all the links for that. So you don't even need to go search it for yourself. You can just click on the link and get taken right there. So amazing. Well, thank you so much, Reina. I love having this conversation with you. This has been so good. It's a pleasure. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Thanks for hanging out. If this conversation blessed you in any way, would you do me a huge favor and go to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review? It's the only real way I get to know that you're enjoying the show and I know what episodes you like, what content you're interested in. Um, It would be so meaningful to me to hear from you. Also, be sure to head over to facebook.com slash groups slash Sarah B community to join the Faith-Filled Business community. It would be such an honor to hang out with you there too. Have a lovely rest of your day and I will see you in the next episode.